0: The following podcast is a Bostic Media Production.
1: This episode is brought to you by Zola. As you know, Zola is the way to go when it comes to the wedding registry and the wedding planning process. Trust me, guys, it's a total thing because over 300,000 couples have used Zola. So basically, Zola Registry is everything you love about your favorite department store, Plus, it includes things like honeymoon funds, fitness classes, charities, wine subscriptions, and so many different creative ideas. They have over 500 brands, tons of experiences, donations to charity, like I said, and even cash funds. For our wedding, I didn't want to even hassle our guest, so Zola took care of all the hassle. It kind of makes the whole situation seamless for everyone. It's just so easy to use for couples and their guests, which you know I love. To sign up with Zola and receive a $50 credit towards your registry, go to zola.com slash skinny. That's zola.com slash skinny for all your registry needs. That's zola, Z-O-L-A dot com slash skinny. I feel like you guys need to stock the situation, especially if you're a bride.
0: Welcome back to the Skinny Confidential Him and Her Show. Today, we have Kelly Levesque on the show, also known as Be Well by Kelly. This is Kelly's second time on the show. If you missed the first episode with Kelly, you should go back and listen. It was definitely one of our most downloaded shows of 2017. It is episode number 67. Okay, on this episode, we talk about how to jumpstart the new year when it comes to diet, morning routines, cortisol in the system, the myth behind juice cleanses, sleep schedules, unhealthy weight loss tactics, the negative long-term effect of quick fixes, and diet procrastination.
1: For those of you who are new to the show, I am Lauren Everts. I created the Skinny Confidential seven years ago, which is so crazy. And now it's a podcast, YouTube channel, community, and book.
0: And I'm Michael Bostick. I'm an entrepreneur, investor, and business owner. I specialize in business development and direct-to-consumer sales online. Over the last 10 years, I have developed and helped to develop and manage businesses in the online space. In 2018, I have been working on an exciting new project in the podcast space that we will be announcing in the upcoming weeks. Aren't Very you excited? excited? About that. I am excited.
1: I'm excited too. You've been working your ass off. It's something that brings other people up, which is exactly what we're all about.
0: Yes, sir. Or ma'am in your case.
1: In the meantime, my face is peeling.
0: Yep. It's like, it's like falling off.
1: Yeah, it's super weird. So... I got this facial in LA at Glow Skin in Tulsa Lake by Casey, shout out. And she did actually uh, sea urchin and coral crushed up and rubbed it. Don't you think
0: you need to like sometimes just like give it a little rest? You're always doing all this stuff to your no, skin.
1: I'm a human There's idiot.
0: corals and there's lotions and there's, no. you know, I'm just finally getting, you know, the nighttime, like put a little bit of oil on, morning wash and cleanse, like, you're over there putting sea urchins and seaweeds and snakes and whatever.
1: No, this is actually a real thing. It's coral and sea urchin. It's ground up and you rub it on your face and it basically gives you this really great peel.
0: Just rubbing some uni all over your face. It's huh? not uni. <laughs> uni is gross. I know a lot of people like uni, but I am not an uni guy. It reminds me of snot.
1: Okay, well, we're not talking about uni. We're talking about coral that's ground up and you rub it all over your face. I also got a jelly mask and facial massage, so the whole thing was really great. I think that you should try new things and just see what works for you.
0: Yeah, let me know who your uni girl is, and, and I'll get over there.
1: So, we're in LA.
0: Still sober as a whistle.
1: Michael's sober as a whistle, but I just want you to tell everyone what your latest is.
0: What's my latest?
1: Oh, yeah, exactly. Which is your latest? It's a harmonica.
0: No, okay, you jumped the gun. I bought... Okay. I want. I've always wanted to learn how to play a musical instrument. I used to dabble with the guitar when I was younger.
1: When you were two, like tap dance doesn't no. count. When we were three,
0: I used to dabble, right? Okay. Play a couple so licks here and there. We, we all dabbled. Um, okay. Had a little band for a while.
1: Everyone Me. had a band. And
0: Rocco and Dante, we were pretty good. And Josie
1: and the Pussycats. We
0: could play that one song that goes like
1: "woohoo,"
0: you know that one song.
1: Mm-hmm. Everyone could play that.
0: And, um, anyways, band fell apart. To my dismay. But so I still want to play an instrument, but I don't, I know with my schedule and everything that I got going on, it's not going to be a priority. I know if if I really was into it, it, it could be, but it's just not, I, as I know with my life and what I'm focused on right now, it's not going to be, but I still want to dabble a little bit. I so feel I like, like the
1: ship sailed.
0: So I was like, what could I get that's easy? Mm-hmm. I don't, and I'm not saying it's easy, but like easy to handle, mm-hmm. doesn't take a lot of movement, doesn't take a lot of carrying something around. So I got a little harmonica, mm-hmm. and I'm going to find a tutor. If anyone knows a good harmonica tutor, Send them my way.
1: But probably don't.
0: I think uh, I learned there's blows and draws, you know, mm-hmm. blowing when you actually blow out your mouth, draw when you suck in the air. So got a couple of beginner harmonicas. and. Um,
1: so you're going to practice your blows and sucks. Yep. Okay. Well, yeah. we, we can't wait to hear it on air.
0: You can practice your blows and <laughs> sucks later <laughs> as well. So anyways, yeah, still sober, hyper-focused. On got, the harmonica. Got a lot to do. Um, like I said, working on something in the podcast space this year got to be super focused and vigilant. And um, you know what? I'm not missing alcohol at all. And you know, at this point, like three weeks in, I feel like there's like a haze that's, I know it's super weird. Like for those, for people that haven't um, been drinking for a long time, they probably get what I'm talking about. But I feel like there's like a fog that's been lifted off my brain and I'm like super focused. Right. And I'm clear in my thoughts. And what's interesting is I was talking to my, my partner, Jeff this weekend, and it's not that Alcohol, like that, I have an issue with alcohol. Like I can, I can socially enjoy alcohol and you know chill out, and, and I don't have an issue. But it's just like having the excuse to not be so, so so social and constantly being focused. Like I don't feel bad staying up super late, and like I'm getting up super early, and I'm not hungover, and I'm super clear, and I'm just getting a lot of work done. So. I know a lot of people do these things where they get off alcohol for the health benefits of it or like the cleanse. But for me, just the level of focus that I've had and clarity from getting off it has been like hyper productive for me.
1: I'm so glad. I'm so glad that it's shown you that you should play the harmonica and that's like yeah. where your clarity's coming from. Yeah. Can't wait to hear your band, like your whole movement.
0: It's a solo band. <laughs> okay. It's me and um, the dogs.
1: All right. Well, let's get into the tip of the week.
0: All right, so my tip of the week this week is short, um, and I will re- since we're with Kelly today, I will relay it to health and wellness. But I was reading an uh, an interview by with Warren Buffett the other day, and he was talking about how he thinks people get into trouble when they. Start to think in short term. You know, we talk about long term, short term for a while, but when in short term gaps. And he was saying what he thinks is the best way to think. And, and I could be butchering this a little bit, but is in seven year windows. So instead of focusing, okay, what am I going to do? You know, in a year or two years, you're, what what's what's my life going to look like in seven? But then he says on the flip side of that is you also want to get hyper focused on the immediate short term, which is the next one to two months, because in those next one to two months you can actually plan steps to take action towards your seven year goal. He says what, where people get in trouble is when they start to focus on the one to two year goal range, because there's not, it's, it's far enough out where you're not taking immediate action, but it's not far enough out where you actually can map something out for a, for a long-term goal and make long-term decisions. And so I was thinking, you know, it's, my tip of the week is basically to think in those, in that seven year, five, seven year gap, 10 year gap, but also have those micro goals in those one to two months. And I think that you can relay this to diet as well, where it's like, okay, um, if you're in seven years, if you want to look a certain way or or feel a certain way, you have to start making long-term changes. And and in this podcast, we start getting into, you know, um, the difficulty with short-term changes and, um, you know, quick fix schemes to, to, to lose weight or to to get in shape and also focusing on those one to two month increments where it's like, okay, what can I implement today to work towards being healthy in that seven year gap? So basically my, my tip is focus on the seven year, focus on the one to two month. What can you do immediately right now and what can you work towards in seven years? And I think completely ignore that one to two year window. So maybe
1: we should ignore the harmonica.
0: In seven years, I could be jamming that harmonica and in one to two months, I can get a tutor and learn the basic chords. Mm. So I've got it mapped out.
1: Let's use the hymn tip on your new hobby. My tip is something I've blogged about before, but I feel like we need to go over it again. So it's all about the facial steamer. Ever since I was little, I was super into skincare, which is no surprise. My mom was a super freak about her own skin and she would yell at me more about sunscreen than doing my homework. That's actually a fact. My mom would be such a freak about sunscreen. So again, no surprise. She preached about sunscreen on my hands and my neck every day, all day, even when I was like 10. So I remember it was a thing to heat up a bowl of water and then stick my face above it to open my pores did anyone else do this? Am I weird? So this may sound nuts, but even as an adult when I'm cooking pasta, uh, I still do this. Like the pasta's cooking and there I am sticking my face in a boiling bowl of lentil pasta, which I don't recommend, but I do do. But now we've evolved a bit because we have a facial steamer. And uni. <laughs> I don't know what uni mean. <laughs> No. So basically, a facial steamer is something that hydrates and purifies the skin in one simple step. Trying to get Michael on board currently. Hopefully, he's listening. So it reveals this dewy, smooth complexion in nine minutes. You guys have seen me do this if you've watched my Instagram live. It's kind of the ideal way to begin an at-home experience and it kind of gives you the whole package because it's exfoliant and it also provides results. So the effectiveness of this product is kind of insane. I like to use it right before I put on makeup because it kind of tightens your skin and makes your pores look small. So I'll leave the details of this in the show notes and on the blog. But basically, as Jackie Schimmel of the Bitch Bible says, who is the one who recommended this to me, she says, not to sound dramatic, I'd sell my future children for a facial steamer. It's one of the best things that's ever happened to me. My skin has never been better. The day you order this steamer is the first day of the rest of your life. Sometimes when I'm feeling wild and fucking alive, I infuse my facial steamer with rose water or my toner and think that if Leonardo DiCaprio ever propositioned me for sex, it would be solely because I've had a really amazing facial steam. So let that marinate. Jackie, I could not agree with you more. Thank you for the tip of a lifetime. More is on the skinny confidential. As you guys know, it is wedding season. So Zola is the way to go when it comes to the wedding registry and planning process. We've talked about this like a hundred times, but we got to talk about it some more because it's wedding season. So we use Zola for our wedding. Michael knows that. And it's a total lifesaver. I feel like it's a thing. So over 300,000 couples have used Zola, which is kind of nuts.
0: Including yours truly.
1: Including yours truly. Basically, Zola Registry is everything you love about your favorite department store. Plus, it's also a medley of things like honeymoon funds, fitness classes, wine subscriptions, and so many different creative ideas. They have over 500 top brands, tons of experiences, and even cash funds. It kind of makes the whole thing seem seamless for everyone. So it's super easy to use for the couples and their guests. Also, you should know the customer service team is flawless. They really go above and beyond to help you pick out the ideal gift for the couple. There's this thing they offer called group gifting, which allows a bunch of guests to contribute to huge gifts, gifts that the person will actually really use, which is very nice. As the bride or groom, you can even personalize your registry with photos or notes about why you want a certain gift, which I really, really love. Uh, You know I love a story. Michael and I wanted to do a charity situation, so we did a fund for my grandma, and then we also did a fund for the Chihuahua Rescue, which is Michael's ride-or-die of life. That was really fun to have the charity aspect with it, and you can also include that with the gifts that you want. I just really like the idea of contributing to a cause by also enjoying your special day. Right, honey?
0: Yeah, and I just like that Like somebody doesn't have to show up at the toaster and like feel like... (laughs) really irritated that they had to show up with a toaster to your you know your day and like then you have to like put the toaster somewhere like on or like a, you know that table with all the gifts like it's just cool because you could just like leave it up someone can go online everyone wants to go online they want it easy don't bother your guests for, like you know bring a blender or a toaster i know that you know people that might be a little touchy but seriously like nobody wants to show up with you know with a bunch of stuff like you
1: talk about the toaster every minute so instead of a toaster situation, do a do a donation. Give them
0: some cash. Give him an experience. <laughs> give him a wave runner ride. You could
1: do a wine subscription, a fitness class, a honeymoon fun. There's so many hang options. gliding. <laughs> hang gliding. I love hang gliding. Of course, Zola does price matching, which is unbelievable, and free shipping every day, which, like I said, is insane. Also, it was fun how our registry automatically integrated into their Zola wedding website, so our guests could literally seamlessly shop and get all the details they needed in one place. This is efficient, and you know we love efficient. To get you even more excited, Zola has a customizable checklist and guest list manager. Best part, though, is Michael and I even manage the whole situation on our phone because they have this easy-to-use app. Quick. Again, I love it. To sign up with Zola and receive a $50 credit towards your registry, go to zola.com slash skinny. That's zola.com slash skinny for all your registry needs. That's zola, zol dot slash skinny. I feel like you need to stock this, especially if you're a bride or a bridesmaid. Kelly Levesque is a nutritionist, wellness expert, and celebrity health coach based in Los Angeles, California. She recently published a book called Body Love, Live in Balance, Weigh What You Want, and Free Yourself from Food Drama Forever. Jessica Alba wrote the foreword, which, I mean, is no big deal. She's a real hustler. Kelly believes in real food, real ingredients, and a clean diet. She's been on the show before. You guys loved her so much, so we've had her back on. She's also a regular contributor for numerous health, wellness, and lifestyle publications. This badass wellness guru has been featured on E! News, Vogue, Shape, Glamour, Lauren Conrad, and The Zoe Report. Her clients include Jessica Alba, Chelsea Handler, Molly Sims, Katherine Schwarzenegger, and Kate Walsh. So with that, welcome to the show, Kelly Levesque.
0: This is the Skinny Confidential, him and her.
1: Okay, guys, so we're going to do something different with Kelly today. We're going to niche down. Since it's the new year, I want you to sort of pretend like you're counseling this made-up girl. We'll call her Jenna. Jenna. So we're counseling. So yeah, Jenna's so cute. <laughs> 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 she doesn't.
2: No, she knows nothing about nutrition. She
1: knows Jenna knows nothing about nutrition. Jenna is eating McDonald's. She isn't working out. She's working nine to five, and she's going out and she's partying and she's drinking. But Jenna wants to get fit for the new year. Yeah. So Jenna what sounds do we do? like she's
2: 25, trying to like go out to the bars and meet guys and doesn't have time to work out. Jenna
0: sounds like a good time.
2: (laughs) (laughs) Um, Yeah. Take me back. Take me back to living on the peninsula at Newport beach after college. That's like, Oh, I know.
1: Take me back to when I was 21 naked (laughs) on the bar. I was Jenna. (laughs)
2: Um, Yeah, no, it's, it can be overwhelming. I think people like Jenna get really anxious about making all of these changes all at one time. And I see this all the time where they will decide to meal plan and they'll decide to make meals from Sunday until next Saturday and then that stuff goes bad in their fridge and it doesn't you know the plan lasts for three days instead of a whole week so with someone like Jenna I would sit down with them and say okay for the first two weeks I want you to do a smoothie and it could be like the Chelsea smoothie the smoothie you drink the chocolate almond butter coconut oil type of a type of a flavor, something that is savory and sweet and a really nice bridge and landing into cleaning up their diet. So for me, um, that might be, you know, a vanilla almond butter handful of spinach in there and it's gonna taste like a vanilla cookie, right? Um, So we start with the smoothie and 30 minutes of exercise. So I like to work in thirds of the day. That's really important to me. So the first third would be the first two weeks. I say, okay, Jenna. This isn't crazy, but I want you to get up and do 30 minutes of movement. And then I want you to make your smoothie and head to work.
1: 30 minutes of movement. I'm going to dissect everything you say because yeah. I want to know so specific. 30 minutes of movement, can that mean walking on the treadmill returning emails or does that not count?
2: No, that totally counts. Okay. We're, t- we're We just want someone to crave doing that. Okay. So you get in this habit of doing that, and I've seen it on your Insta stories. It's adorable. You're in your pajamas. <laughs> like, full. like, it's so embarrassing, like hair out to hair. No, it's, it's good. good thing. It's good because what that's doing is it's creating this habit. And when something becomes a habit, then it's really easy to do all the time. But when something feels overwhelming and it hasn't become a habit, then it just isn't automatic. And I want to create automation in your life so you don't think you just do. Because if you get up and you walk and then you make this... Fab Four smoothie, then you're off to the races and the day has already started on the right foot. Right. And
1: for someone that did not listen to your first podcast, which you guys totally should go back and listen to first. So you have context. What is in the Fab Four smoothie?
2: So the Fab Four um, smoothie contains the Fab Four. So that's protein, fat, fiber and greens. So protein can be collagen protein. Um, You know, if Someone is pregnant, maybe grass-fed whey, um, uh, organic pea protein, um, some kind of protein, vanilla or chocolate flavor is fine. You'll notice there are a couple different sweeteners, stevia versus monk fruit. Monk fruit isn't going to be as bitter. Stevia tends to have like a a bitter taste. So it depends on the person. So we figure out what protein they like, right? Then we got to do a fat. So you can put avocado, almond butter, coconut oil, olive oil. You pick your fat, a tablespoon of fat at least. We can go up to two. Fiber, so chia, flax, acacia fiber, those are all great fibers to add. Um, And then greens, so a handful of spinach, a handful of arugula, a handful of kale. I have people that use basil, they do like a strawberry basil. Now, if you add fruit, We keep it to a fourth a cup because I'm limiting sugar. But if someone wants to get out the gates running and just make the biggest impact in the first couple weeks of the new year, I'd go totally fruit free. And the reason for that is I'm trying to slow or stop the release of insulin into your bloodstream. So insulin is a chemical messenger that tells your body to stop burning fat. So the two hormones that if I were to inject you with these hormones or have you take these hormones, you would gain weight would be cortisol and insulin. So right. I have so much cortisol all the time. So Ugh. if someone's
0: extremely stressed, like, so there's two things, right? We, we were talking about this. I can't remember where, but we were talking, you, sometimes you get super stressed, you stop eating, which yeah. is obviously not a good way to lose weight. But then now you're saying also cortisol will help you produce more fat in your body.
2: Yeah. Well, cortisol just, um, yeah, cortisol is a hormone. It's a stress hormone that can um, prevent f- like weight loss and fat loss. Okay. So, um and and the thing is too is there are a couple instances where people release the hormone insulin because their body has released blood sugar without even eating. So, examples of that when I have a type 1 diabetic, they have to actually physically inject themselves or use a pump to release insulin, right? And insulin is that hormone that picks up sugar in your bloodstream and puts it into cells. So, a couple of times when people have to release, you know, type 1 diabetics have to give themselves insulin without eating is if they overdo caffeine because that causes adrenaline and it causes cortisol and your liver dumps a little sugar into your bloodstream it's almost like your body thinks you're running from a bear so it's preparing you by giving you some sugar in your bloodstream second time that that happens people can have elevated blood sugar for a really crazy workout like crossfit or something like that so if you're lifting heavy olympic weightlifting stuff like that you can create create that blood sugar Is your body's like giving you the fuel to do it. Right. And then, um, and then the third time would be like, if you get really nervous. So I have a client who's type one diabetic who gives presentations all the time in her marketing, marketing role. And the minute she gets up to give a presentation, she knows like 30 minutes before she's got to give herself a little bit of insulin because her adrenaline gets going it's interesting. and then your body kind of gets you ready to run from that bear. So yes, stress is really important. Stress re- relieving activities is really important, which is why I say like walking is great. You know, um, what you're doing in a cardio type thing is you're just burning stored sugar from your muscles you're making room for more sugar so it doesn't store as fat you know you're emptying those tanks so if your skeletal muscles are tanks we, a little workouts going to empty those you know when you're doing strength training you're ripping and tearing those muscles you're creating more space so you really only can control your skeletal muscles you're never really controlling the speed at which you're using up stored sugar in your liver So the two places where it's fuel, liver and muscles, right? So what we can do is control our muscles. So always get up, work out right away, work out on an empty stomach. If you want to have lemon water, apple cider vinegar in your water, if you want to have chlorophyll in your water, those can kind of things can mix it up, elevate your wellness. Um, But I wouldn't... I wouldn't have anything else before that because what you're going to do is
0: just... So
1: Jenna has to wake up and work out on an empty stomach with lemon water, chlorophyll, or
2: you said... Apple apple cider, cider. vinegar, water. the first. Uh, I kind of
0: want to talk to you because we talked about this last time. And I typically work out a lot in the morning on an empty stomach. But I find that if I go work out in the afternoon or the midday, I have to eat something in order to get through.
2: Yeah, for sure.
0: So I wanted you to kind of clarify why do you suggest working out on an empty stomach in the morning and what do you think about eating later or do you recommend always empty or like so, wh-
2: if it's first thing in the morning empty stomach i did get an email from a client the other day who was like i worked out at one and i waited to eat and i was like holy crap no yeah. eat something i'm sorry if i didn't clarify that so let me clarify if you're working out on an empty stomach first thing in the morning that's the best thing to do if you are say going to a workout at five o'clock in the afternoon and you haven't eaten since lunch and you feel exhausted, and you have no fuel to work out, that's probably because your blood sugar goes up and comes down on average at three hours. Your body's trying to release glucagon, which is this hormone to kind of release stored blood sugar into your bloodstream to give you the energy, but it's not going to feel as good or the same as when you work out on an empty stomach right when you wake up. So right when you wake up, um, your body has metabolized all your dinner. It's keeping your blood sugar balanced with hormones. You go into your workout and your body actually produces human growth hormone and testosterone because you're working out on an empty stomach and your body, is, its you get almost the same benefits as intermittent fasting. You have just this massive increase in um, human gro- growth hormone and testosterone and that's just like really great for holding on to lean muscle mass, burning away fat. But then, you know, later in the afternoon, if you need a little something to get into your workout, um, you know, maybe that's a green juice that has a little bit, you know, that doesn't have fruit in it. But you you look at that, what is a green juice? Well, vegetables are carbohydrates. And when you juice them, that's that's glucose juice, basically. It is going to affect your blood sugar. It's going to give you some fuel, but it's not going to kind of take you to pre-diabetic land.
1: Do you like a green juice if there's no fruit in it?
2: I do. If there's no fruit in it, I like it. Um, I wrote an article once for Birdie that like juicing was just like alcohol just because of the metabolism of fructose in your liver. But that's only with the people who are drinking, you know, carrot, apple, beet. And I'm like, oh, my God, you know, that's I feel like, like Jenna
1: It wants to go on a juice cleanse for the new year. Can you speak on going on a three to six day juice cleanse? Because I think a lot of people try to do that in the new year. And I want you to like I, dissect yeah. that for me.
2: Okay, so fructose is 100% metabolized in your liver. It gives off a form of aldehyde, um, which is a toxin. It's just a byproduct of metabolism. But what is juice, right? So it's glucose juice. You've taken the fiber out, right? So you're not having that detoxification of your colon. It's just juice. So all that that's breaking down to is phytochemicals, right? You get the antioxidants and the phytochemicals from that, and vitamins and minerals from the veggies. They're going to be in there, but there's something, uh, there's die off, like vegetables respirate which means they breathe so when oxygen is in contact with a veggie after it gets cut off a tree it starts to break down by using its own fuel like it breaks down its vitamins it breaks down its minerals it's like it's trying to stay alive by Composing like decomposing itself, itself yeah. right so like a broccoli for example when people pick broccoli within seven days all the vitamin c is gone so if you're getting broccoli that's organic from florida and you live in california chances are you're not getting the nutrients whereas if you go to the farmer's market and you get broccoli that was picked yesterday by a local farmer but it isn't organic but he has organic practices that's a way better way You know, that's a way better thing to get. So, one, you want to make sure that the veggies that they're using in your juice cleanse, if you're doing it, would be organic. But I don't really recommend a juice cleanse because when you think about it, you drink the juice, your blood sugar spikes. You release insulin, the fat storage hormone. Within three hours, probably sooner because there's no fiber, there's no fat, there's no protein, you're crashing. You're crashing, you're hungry, you're hangry, your blood sugar is going down, your body has to either release glucagon to bring your blood sugar back up or you get another juice two and a half hours later. So you go from the green juice and now you get, you know, some other beet juice or something. Your blood sugar goes back up, crashes down, goes up, crashes down. So you're metabolizing glucose. It's messing with your blood sugar up and down, up and down, up and down. You have the fructose, which is metabolizing in your liver and giving off free fatty acids. So it produces – your liver can only metabolize a certain amount of fructose at a time before it has to start producing fat. So depending on the type of juice cleanse you get, maybe you don't get the all green because that's scary and you go for the one with fruit. It's worse, you know. So for me, it's like not only are you going – well, you'll probably lose some some weight, right? So most of the time it's water – And a little bit of muscle and a little bit of fat,
1: maybe some diarrhea.
2: Yeah. So you have all those responses. You kind of feel airy and light and shaky. And, um, you know, what ends up happening is you go back to eating real food and you gain it all back. It's really frustrating right? And you think about it, if you've lost muscle mass and that's where you put your sugar and muscle mass is your metabolism and a pound of muscle burns 50 calories a day and you do a juice cleanse and lose lose three pounds, you just dropped your resting metabolic rate by 150 calories a day. You go back to eating normally, those 150 calories start storing as fat pretty aggressively. And then you're like, oh, now I need to do a meal delivery service program you know so it's frustrating for me um so i like to say okay like how can we handle the first third of the day great so you wake up you move for 30 minutes you make yourself a smoothie You know, maybe it's a chocolate one if you're on your period. Maybe it's a green one if you're feeling really super motivated. Maybe it's really simple and you just do collagen, you know, MCT oil, acacia fiber and greens.
1: Acacia fiber, what's that? It's a root
2: um, and it makes a soluble fiber. So it's a white powder. Um, So for people with seed issues, uh, it's a great fiber to use. And it turns into a gel like consistency, really does a good job detoxifying your body. So sometimes when I do chia or flax in my smoothie, I'll even add a tablespoon of that because, I mean, it, calorically, it's 25 calories is negligible, you know, not a big deal, but it also is doing a good job of really just like working things through my system. I and want that. Yeah, it's great we'll leave it in the show notes. So now, now foods has an acacia fiber I love. Let's ah, I let's do that. this
0: because there's you have so much knowledge that like every time you sit, I sit down with you I have to like sit here <laughs> and basically it looks like I'm staring through you but I'm just trying to absorb yeah. everything you're saying. So let's let's like um I don't want to say dumb dumb it. Let's say dumb it down. Sure. Not for but for people that maybe don't have the background that you have, let's say okay, someone's first four hours of their day. Yeah. They're waking up. They've got out of bed. They've done their smoothie. Wait, mm-hmm.
1: you forgot the lemon water. They've
0: done their lemon water. Yeah. Then they've done their smoothie.
1: Workout. F- 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 uh, lemon water. Wait, the workout water. is after the lemon water, then the fab smoothie.
2: Yeah. So have some water, rehydrate from the night you've slept. You haven't had any water, right? So you rehydrate. You go into your workout. Okay. Sorry, I got the workout back. for at least thirty minutes. Pick a workout that you like. Every time I sit down with people, they're like, Well, what should I do? Should I do soul cycles? Should I do Pilates? Should I walk? And I'm like, what are you gonna do consistently? Are weights okay? Weights are amazing. Okay. Yeah. Weights cause when you talk think about that, weights are ripping up muscle. They're making more space for sugar. You might be increasing your metabolism that way because every time a muscle cell is added, you know, like you're tearing up and regrowth, right? You're you have really active mitochondria, which are like the little guys in your cells that burn up sugar or fat. That's so okay. pretty cool.
0: So now you've done your workout mm-hmm. and now you you're, have off your to, you're off to. You've your smoothie. You've had your smoothie and you're yeah. off to work. Yeah. So now the next four to five hours of this person's day, let's call it Jenna's day, what would you recommend is next? Like, what, what should they start prepping for lunch? Should they have a snack? No snacking.
2: No snacking.
0: No snacking. Yeah. Okay.
2: All the like disease states of diabetes, heart disease, pre diabetes, metabolic syndrome, insulin resistance. You look back in like the fifties and sixties when people didn't snack and they just ate three meals and they were fine. We didn't have these rates, right? And now obviously processed foods came around, we under started to understand blood sugar and they said, Oh, your blood sugar goes up And down every three hours, well, shoot, we should give people a snack so they don't feel bad. And they were artificially trying to balance blood sugar by saying breakfast, up, down, three hours later, snack, up, down, three hours later, lunch. You know, instead of saying, well, what foods would sustain someone from breakfast to lunch? And so I'm kind of ringing the bell on that, like, we don't need to be eating all of the time. Because eating on top of high blood sugar, you're compounding that high blood sugar. It keeps going up and up and up and up. And then the crash is way harder. So for me, it's like, let's figure out how to make a smoothie so that you're not hungry and you feel sustained for four to six hours. So a lot of my clients start with the base recipe of like a tablespoon of fat, a tablespoon of fiber, 20 grams of protein, you know, some greens. And then if I get a text that they're hungry at 11, I'm like, okay, well, I want you to put another tablespoon of fiber in tomorrow and tell me when you're hungry. I get 11.30. I'm I'm starting to feel hungry now. Okay, great. Put an extra tablespoon of fat in there. Okay, I'm getting to noon. Great. Um, Do you want to get to one? Like, can you add more spinach to that smoothie? Can you add a little bit more unsweetened almond milk or coconut milk to make it a little bit size-wise, a little bit bigger, to stress your stomach a little bit more, to calm those hunger hormones a little bit better? So it's really like learning what your body needs and so many times when I work with clients and they do the smoothie and they're not hungry and they elongate that blood sugar curve and they get to lunch and they can make a better choice we just affected the second third of the day by really dialing in the first third of the day and they don't always have that response when they have eggs and avocado uh, a green juice a bar a uh, cheesy pudding on the go which I mean today I had client client here. So I did have to get something on the go today. And what did you get? I want to know what you get on the go. Yeah. So I ran into Alfred, which is where my little um, coffee here is from
0: you know what's funny is i was carrying that cup around all day yesterday and it's what does it say oh no that one what did it say it yes. said like business it babe. says it was like i'm a business woman and i was carrying it all day to all these meetings <laughs> and let's yeah. not
1: tell kelly what was in it because it was a hazelnut latte no, it, filled with sugar it, that's
0: it all wasn't, he ate it, it wasn't the best wasn't so, so
2: actually if you like hazelnut or toffee or vanilla or chocolate You know, organic stevia droppers now have flavors for that. So you can get, a lot of times when I look at someone's diet, I'm making those little changes that make a really big impact. So you could go for getting yourself, you know, a pumpkin spice or a toffee or a hazelnut stevia dropper that you can have Lauren carry around in her purse or your man bag or whatever you've got. Man he has bag. a purse too, so <laughs> we've
1: got that covered.
2: Yeah, and then all of a sudden you're just getting the, you know, a regular coffee, putting a few drops in it, having that moment of like, "Ooh, this is yummy and it's holiday." But not elevating your blood sugar and and getting into the habit of making that type of choice all the time
1: that's a great so tip we're, we're kind of okay Wait, really quick, we, we got to go back to this oh, i want to know what she got on the go honey this is important oh,
2: i got um so alfred has this like they have a coconut milk chia seed pudding and it has berries on top and then they have like a granola on top of that and it, anytime you read the side of an ingredient label it'll tell you what What's in what? right? So it's like chia seed pudding, it has vanilla, coconut milk, and chia seeds. and that's it. And then uh, and I think actually a little bit of maple syrup. And then it had the berries and then it listed all the ingredients from the granola, which was like rice syrup solids, um, goji berries, you know, it's it's uh, gluten-free oats. And so I popped the top, ditched the granola, Pushed the berries to the side, had all the chia seed pudding, and had like a bite of the berries, and then ditched it.
1: And then you had a coffee with almond milk.
2: Yeah, so I did. I the just co- guessed. Yeah, so I did the iced coffee and had them um, pour a little bit of almond milk. And you just have to be careful because a lot of these groci- or a lot of these barista places, you know, almond milk's become such a really big thing, and oat milk's coming next. Um, Is that good? Uh, it's yeah, it's fine. I mean, unfortunately, oats have cra- you know they are all milled in the same place as. Um, a lot of the times it's the same place as wheat. So if someone has a cross-reactivity to gluten, it's not always the best because they can't guarantee that it's gluten-free or that they wouldn't be cross-reactivity. But if you've noticed all the fancy coffee shops, they're almond milk foams. And if you've ever made an almond milk latte at home, the foam is really light. It doesn't get thick and that's because there's something now called the barista blend, which is two to three times the sugar as regular almond milk, but it makes it really creamy. So now I don't get almond milk lattes at places like this that have the fancy coffee and I just have a splash so that I can limit that sugar. So anytime you know where hidden sugar is, you can make the choice to limit it. You know, your ketchups, your pasta. I gave you a new ketchup.
1: You gave me a new ketchup. It's date ketchup by, um, and I'll leave it in the show notes, Tessa May. Tessa Mays, yeah. And it's great. Yeah. I've replaced, I've used it for you too. It's a date ketchup. Like the the base is dates. Yeah, I
0: mean. That was a great switch Anything you put in front of me, I'll I'll deal with. This is his thing. That's my thing. Wait,
1: hold on. We'll get back to Jenna. We're going to take a one quick side No. I need to get
0: back to His Jenna. His thing
1: we're going to get back to Jenna but his thing is that he wants everything laid out in front of him so he doesn't have to think about it. Lauren, like, I have time to do that. It's kind of
0: like <laughs> when we travel and you, like, just basically she just follows me like a baby duck. She has no idea where we're going. Like, w- <laughs> one time I took her all the way to Italy and I was like, okay, I can't wait to. S- it was a surprise trip. Like, yeah. I'll preface it. And we went all the way there. So I figured, okay, she's going to figure out where we're going when I hand her the ticket at the airport no, I didn't want in to San Diego. Look. Yeah. So then she didn't. I'm like, okay, she doesn't want to look. And then we got on the plane. And the plane's like, okay, we'll be doing this and connecting to Italy. So they they announced it. I'm like, okay. And I was like looking at her to be like, oh, wow. Still didn't get it. (laughs) Then we landed there and she still didn't know until we got off the plane and people were speaking Italian to her. So it's kind of like I thought it was
2: French. I love you guys so (laughs) much. I have like the biggest couple crush on you guys. I was like trying to like, I was like sitting
0: there like waiting for the moment. But Anyway, so th- it's kind of similar to that where I... It, I don't listen, have time I do to lay s- out
1: your food with a placemat in a lunchbox. I just don't have time to do that. So what can he, no, what no, are no, but a couple hold on. snack choices can, that we can I'm get I'm saying
0: that him. I will do anything that is there in front of me, but sure. I'm not the best at going out and taking care of it. Yeah. Because I, I get caught up in other things.
2: Well, you guys are super busy. So you're like, I mean, to be honest with you, there are a lot of clients that I have that have like multiple assistants. And there are people that I meet with that are dedicated to making sure that Certain people's food is in front of them at a certain time, yeah, that's and they have a schedule. And I, you know, I either have the recipes for them, or I have a chef that's cooking it for them, or I have the takeout places that are approved and the meals that they can get from those places. Yeah, I mean, we gotta get a little bit that's what i on
0: That's what I need. I need <laughs> to get one of those.
2: There you go, Lauren. Christmas present for Michael. That's a good one. Yeah, yeah. Get me a
0: full-time assistant for Christmas. I don't want one of these little gifts of like some kind of trinket. I want Here's a full-time. I want a person. <laughs> Like, I want a person to pop out of a box with recipes. I
1: mean, geez. Okay, so back to Jenna. So Jenna is now at 12 o'clock. She's starting to feel hungry. She's
0: used the last two weeks to figure out what smoothie works for her.
1: Perfect. And and she still is kicking her McDonald's habit, and she's a little hungover.
2: Yeah, okay. So um, I think that there's no excuse not to have a salad at lunch. Like, the we go into dinner and there's warm veggies on the side. Sometimes there's no veggies and we put some greens in our smoothie and it was on the go breakfast, but this is your chance to get all those non-starchy veggies. This is your chance to like cover them in an, a really good fat, like olive oil or algae oil or avocado oil and really absorb all those nutrients. Cause when it comes to absorbing phytochemicals and fat soluble Um, vitamins like A, D, E, and K, you're not absorbing them without fat. These are fat-soluble vitamins. So when people take CoQ10 and, um, you know, vitamin D or vitamin A for skin and their skin supplement is just a powder and it's not in fat, I just laugh because it's not bioavailable. So you have to have that fat to do that. And so a salad is great. If someone is hungover, I like to always still have that salad, but say, okay, well, what's an approved like cracker or a wrap? Or something that they can have on the side with it where they can like tear pieces of this tortilla and pick up bits of their salad and kind of make it like a wrap. Or is there a way for you to put some crackers on the side and you know, maybe it's Gigi's crackers, maybe it's Jill's crackers. Which,
1: by the way, I text Kelly about Gigi crackers and she approved them, guys.
2: Yeah. Sorry. But they're all fiber. That's why. <laughs> so it's like it makes you feel full. It makes you feel, com- feel calm and, you know, they're made with really good fiber. So that's going to make you feel full faster. And so that's what I look for. Now, if someone wants something a little bit more homey, a little bit more filling, you can do like a stew, a chili, a big, you know, chicken vegetable soup with bone broth, those kind of things that make you feel a little bit better when you're not feeling so hot. But they also feel warming and cozy, like, I guess, grindy food would feel.
1: And there's a brand that you've talked about before that does tortillas and the uh, tortilla chips. It's called... Siete. Siete. Okay. And that, those like look so good to just take tortilla chips and break them up and put them on your salad.
2: Yeah, exactly. Like if you're making a make a taco salad, you can use those tortilla chips. Um, Jill's Crackers has Mediterranean crackers that are almond flour, chia, and flax, and the Mediterranean are great on a Greek salad as like a crouton. So I'm looking for not making my meal a big carbohydrate pizza, but how can I get that cozy feeling without going totally off the rails. Okay. I love it.
1: And so how much water are you drinking? How much water is Jenna drinking at this point?
2: Yeah. So I, I would probably tell Jenna to get a hydro flask which is um, like a really big water bottle. Um, they have like the sippy cup top. They have like the open mouth top. You can get a 40 ouncer of that and fill it up twice. And the goal would be to finish the first one before lunch and finish the second one before dinner. And then that is
1: such a good tip. It's just easy. That is such an easy good tip. You need a hydro flask. He's gonna go. I have a one. whole warehouse full of them. No, like you need a 40-ounce a I sippy have a whole cup. warehouse full of them. Okay.
0: I don't know we, about that's that. long story short. We did a bunch of – we were selling a bunch of stuff on Amazon, bought a bunch of these things because you know you can get all those things from Alibaba and they're like $2 a piece, maybe a dollar, maybe a dollar, and they're the same thing and then people just – anyways. No,
2: what we want – Can I people. tell you about Alibaba? Sure. Yeah. You, you can. I wired money to someone for mm-hmm. my very first road bike and it was a beautiful white carbon fiber they road bike it. with pretty pink riding on the side. Instead of buying it at, like, one of the bike shops here in town, I was like, "Ah, babe, I found one, the exact same one, $400 less than buying it. Yeah, well, guess whose bike never showed up?
0: I'm not surprised. What do you mean
1: they just never
2: sent it? No. I mean, I feel like Alibaba is, it's the eBay for Asia. It's like... But... I'm freaking wiring money to someone I don't know.
0: It's a a better sourcing place, right? Like for like, if you got, if we want to like come out with, I don't know, like cans or something.
1: Okay. So, so you should get a hydro flask, a 40 ounce. Yeah. The sippy cup is efficient for me, at least because I'm wearing lipstick sometimes. And you do... One in the morning or one in the first half of the day and one in the second half yeah. and you're that's like enough water.
2: Yeah, because we're trying to aim for half your body weight in ounces and there, right there is 80 ounces, which is even if you get a workout, if you're at high altitude, if you're over, you know, are overdoing caffeine, you're still getting 80 ounces of water, which totally takes care of everybody. Okay. Or most.
1: Okay, so she's drank her water. She's had her meal. Mm-hmm. What's next?
2: So... I mean, depending on her lifestyle, I'm always looking for easy dinner options. So sometimes people need a bridge snack right between lunch and dinner, depending on if they have lunch at noon and their dinner is scheduled for 8 p.m. at night. Um, you might need. I like. I really like the individual packets of almond butter that just have almonds. Like Artisana and Wild Friends both make those individual packs with celery. Um, You might grab for a hard-boiled egg because if you're having the smoothie, you're not having eggs for breakfast. One or two hard-boiled eggs is a great snack. Um, I really like Primal Kitchen dressings, and they have a ranch dressing that's made with avocado oil. It's really clean, really healthy source of fat. Sometimes if they're really on the go, we might do, um, you know, like a roadie, which is the protein powder and almond milk shake. You know, shake it up like in a shaker bottle, like the guys at the gym do.
1: And you like that before a cocktail party, like on the way. You told me take one, yeah. in your Uber and just drink it.
2: Yeah, the roadie is so great because honestly, we're turning off some hunger hormones. You're not going walking into a, a situation where you don't know what the food is going to be starving. I think that that's everyone's always like eat before eat before like i'm probably going to do that with my kids when i have them too i'm going to be like you're going to a birthday party there's going to be pizza and cupcakes but i'm going to make them probably eat something or give them a smoothie on the way they might end up playing and being distracted and not have as much and i'll be fine with that um they're not going to be starving because they're not going to be starving and they're not going to i mean have a meltdown we as adults are like little kids running around having meltdowns i've you been know? doing the
0: same thing lately when we go to dinner yeah. Even when we go to like nice places, I know it's like, oh, you're ruining the meal. and You're going to these nice places. But I just don't like, I'm, you know, ever since I turned 30, I can tell like the muffin top comes through. So I got to, yeah, I got to limit it, you know?
2: Yeah. I think, I think eating before is a really good idea. Um, and there's been some really amazing research coming out on eating early. Um, so I really love an early dinner. If you have the ability and you not, you don't have an event and you're not going out, or if you have an event and it's just like a drinking event, you can get away with not eating. Then I would have dinner before. I would try to have dinner by five o'clock at night. What? Yeah. Five o'clock at night? Sounds crazy, but think about it. You have lunch at noon. You have dinner at five. You don't eat the rest of the night. And there you're getting the benefits of intermittent fasting without actually having to get up and not eat until two or three in the afternoon. And I see so many girls try to do intermittent fasting and they don't eat and they don't eat and they don't eat and then two o'clock rolls around and they eat everything in their cabinet. They put in a really bad takeout order and it's like, if I can get you to stop eating before, you know, earlier before bed, I'm getting really good body composition stuff. Like I'm working with Jennifer Garner right now to get ready for her next movie role. I just started working with Sophia Bush. These girls are like running around like mad, lots of adrenaline on set. We need to calm all of that down and the eating dinner early has been working so well. Let me
0: ask you this. What time, personally, do you get up in the morning, typically? Mm-hmm. And what time do you like to see your clients getting up? I mean, I know that's it's different and it's varying and you can't alter someone's lifestyle, but yeah. what do you see time-wise to get the best results for you so and for clients?
2: I use that bedtime app in my phone. Okay. I don't yeah. know if you guys are aware of it, but yeah. instead of using your alarm, you use the bedtime and you set, uh, like a time where you go to bed and wake up at the same time every morning yeah. and I try to do that as much as possible and it's set to yell at me at 10 30 like if you're not in bed right now because it'll it'll beep at you yeah. when it wants you to go to bed so it'll give you a little um, preemptive like alarm at 10 to kind of like make sure that you're in bed and then my goal is 10 30 to 6 30 okay. so I want eight hours minimum um sometimes I'll snooze that and, and make it seven or something like that but that just depends I like it to be I like people to be on a schedule as much as possible your hormones respond a lot better to that um, but it really depends on the person like I have night owls who wake up late and they're just they like to function that way they're really creative at night so we just try to make it consistent um but if i'm going to bed at 10:30 and i finish dinner at 5 or 5:30 i just got a 5 hour burn off period where i'm calming insulin i'm calming blood sugar and then the sleep is fat burning sleep
0: okay and
1: so, that's what's important
2: yeah and so with some people i
0: don't
1: feel i'm getting that i don't feel i'm getting fat burning sleep well yeah. i last night i went to bed at 1:30 like it's because i'm such a night owl yeah. I really like the idea of using that bedtime app. I think that's really smart. Well, let's,
0: let's talk about night owls because I don't think, I don't think you can ever change, like for someone that's a creative and I used to think differently because I'm the type of person, maybe similar to you, I go to bed at a certain time and then I want to get up at like six mm-hmm. every time. But for a lot of creatives, they get creative late at night. Mm-hmm. So I think it's, if you're not going to get up at six, which is maybe fine in your case, do you have to like kind of alter it? And so maybe you're going to bed at one, which means you have to have your dinner five hours before now that. what do you do Or with that? do you still want it at five?
2: No, I mean, here's what I would do. What time are you eating dinner right now? Let's pretend you're Jenna.
0: I don't think she has any kind of... I don't think
1: you want to hear what time I'm eating
0: Like
2: dinner.
1: 10.30? No, like 8.30.
2: Okay. And you're going to bed at 1,
1: 1.30. No, I'm probably going to bed at 12, but last night was different.
2: Okay. So 9, 30, 10, 30, 11, 30, three, three and a half hours.
0: Is the rule of thumb five hours?
2: No. I'd like people to eat dinner three hours before they go to bed. I like that timeline. But here's what I would do. I would pick two days a week, Sunday, Wednesday, to take advantage of the benefits we're seeing in the intermittent fasting research and say okay every sunday i'm just to com- gonna commit every sunday to finishing dinner by 5 30. start with one day a week that is a great thing to do instead of all oh, these people jump on something and they're mm-hmm. like i'm gonna intermittent fast every day and then it lasts four days and it's over right so say every sunday you know you get up you have your brunch or whatever you eat a good lunch and then say you make a big veggie bone broth soup has protein has veggies has good healthy fats and you say I'm having dinner by 5:30, and I'm just once a week I'm not going to do I'm not going to eat here's a good example my mother-in-law loves wine I drank a lot over Thanksgiving um, a lot of wine because they were popping good bottles of wine and we were playing games and it was really just downtime because we did Thanksgiving with my husband's family this year we're doing Christmas with my family this year so we spent a long time with them and I just felt like inflamed not feeling great and so Sunday I woke up Sunday after Thanksgiving, I woke up, uh, when I felt hungry, I had a big green smoothie with lots of lemons in it, lots of greens in it. And then I made a bone broth vegetable soup and in it, I, you know, garlic, onions, zucchini, broccoli, chicken bone broth. I chopped up, um, avocado when I would make a bowl and eat, and I ate it
1: you have uh, to put this recipe on your Instagram I will I'm telling you this is a good one yeah. I, I that's something I would make all the time but sorry go on no I'm
2: going <laughs> to and you know what I'll make a video for you
1: oh I love it
2: yeah so what it what we did is we I, you know I made this veggie soup and when it was you know I had like my first bowl at 12 30 and then I had like another big bowl at 4 30 and I was like that's it like I'm not going to eat until tomorrow. And I had breakfast, lunch, and dinner. I had calorically like over 15 or 1,600 calories. It wasn't trying to lower my calories. People always try to lower their calories to lose weight. But the problem is your body starts responding to that, you know, and your organs don't function as well. And your body goes like, well, if we're not burning as many calories, like I'm going to lower my resting metabolic rate. So that's a problem. You want to work, you want to keep your calories high so your metabolism stays high and your body knows I have to metabolize a certain amount of food. So for me, it's like just shrinking that window, making sure my calories were high. And I had weighed myself at the end of that week. And it's pretty normal if, if I like ate, how, you know, celebrated and ate how I want that I, my scale would be up four pounds. And it was. And I was like, okay, no big deal. Nip it in the bud, autocorrect it, let's do it. And so I was done at 4.30. I woke up the next morning, I was three and a half pounds lighter. So you can respond so fast when you give your body the ability to do it. It doesn't stick. It's the problem is when people go on these benders and then Thanksgiving, they're feeling like, oh my God, I, I, you know, I'm not eating clean. I'm going to go on a juice cleanse or something. And it's like your body doesn't need a seven day juice cleanse to pull back on what you did in the last two, three, four days. It just needs you to give it the chance to rebound.
1: I love that advice. I want to ask you about something that is maybe different than you normally get asked. I see a lot of girls emailing me about losing weight and a lot of them will ask me about Adderall. Yeah. And, um, personally, I don't like that because it makes me like psycho. Yeah. Um, I tried it in high school and it's like for SATs and I was like, no. Yeah. What can you tell anyone that's listening that's using something like that for weight loss? Because I I want to give my opinion, but I don't know all the science behind it, and I feel like you yeah. do.
2: Well, yeah. I mean, anytime you have an amphetamine or something that is um, going to, uh, like, it's almost like a cocaine too. It's 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 killing your hunger. So, right, it's a complete appetite suppressant. Um, it's speeding It's it's creating blood flow in the brain. So, when you talk about people who have ADD or ADHD, brain scans show that they have lack of blood flow to their frontal lobes, and frontal lobes are the concentration lobes of your brain. So by having Adderall or, you know, amphetamines or cocaine or anything like that, you're speeding, you're, you're creating blood flow in the brain um, so that you can concentrate on other things. And so they're not really thinking about food and they're not hungry, but you have to remember that that's probably creating uh, at, um, adrenaline in their body and cortisol. And remember how we talked about a crazy workout, a stressful moment, too much caffeine. It's doing the same sort of thing in your body. The difference is, is you're not eating. So you're lowering your calories and probably lowering your metabolic rate. You're losing some weight with Adderall, but then what happens? Are you going to be on Adderall until you're 85?
0: hope not.
1: This is is the blog post I want to do. Are you going to be on Adderall till you're 85?
2: Like, think about it though. I mean, I get it. I, I was the same as you. I tried Adderall when I was in college for my finals at SC and I was a crackhead and I will tell you that, yeah, it might have increased blood flow to my frontal lobes. I might've like killed it on a test, but I cannot tell you what that test was about. You want long-term memory. You don't want short-term memorization. You know, you want to you want to absorb things and take them into your life. Also, you, you, we don't know, we really don't know the side effects of these drugs yet.
0: No, I it mean, hasn't been a long enough period of time testing no. it.
1: But what my question is is people that are using Adderall to lose weight, what happens when they lose the weight and they decide to get off? Because don't you? I feel like you just gain it back. You will. If not
2: more, you will, because and I mean, you f- might have
0: psychological issues.
1: Yeah.
2: Yeah. Well, it's, um, you know, it's interesting because people even just like with marijuana, people are like, it makes me so chill. No, it makes you anxious. You just, you know, like it actually increases the anxiety when you get off of it. And the same goes for Adderall. It increases the anxiety of, and decreases your confidence, confidence in your ability to get stuff done on a regular basis without the substance. And that's a problem, you know. I I think if someone is diagnosed and has had brain scans and shows lack of blood to frontal lobes, there are neurotropics that people can get, you know, start taking things called the Amen clinics all over California. They do brain scans, they work with NFL athletes, they look at blood flow in the brain, they give you specific and neurotropics are like nutraceuticals. It's like vitamins and minerals specifically for the brain. So, um, you know, I is know. Is there one that someone could you take out? You home? know what it
0: really comes down to though? And this has been like something I've I've, wa- I've been talking about a lot lately. It's just self-discipline and having, you know, not looking for quick fix solutions and understanding like, okay, you want to make s- permanent changes in your body composition or, th- or yeah. your weight or your diet or your health. You can't do these quick things to get long-term results you can do quick things to get you know quick short-term like maybe you want to go and you're going to be in a bikini or you're going to be in a bathing suit mm-hmm. next month so you're doing all these things just for that but like you said you're going to balance right back so i think people need to figure out a way and maybe with the tools that you're recommending to develop frameworks and self-discipline to be able to implement these long-term solutions into their life because the problem is the more short-term solutions that you implement over time, it's going to cause depression, it's going to cause anxiety, it's going to raise your cortisol, it's going to increase all of these bad things, because you're just basically compounding a problem.
2: Yeah, yeah, no, and and I think also the whole mentality of a quick fix really, really doesn't create sustainable habits in people's lifestyle, right? Because if you know, I mean, for example, when I went down to Thanksgiving, there was cookies everywhere, my mother-in-law makes like three different batches of homemade cookies that are from her like mom and everybody I
1: want to go to your mother-in-law's wine and cookies yeah so
2: but the thing is is like I'm not going off the rails I'm not having four glasses of wine every night and downing two cookies after dinner like it is for me it's yeah I'm having I normally drink like one or two nights a week max and I'm having a glass of wine every night during the Thanksgiving week or whatever but when people know that they have a quick fix as an option like okay, well, it's fine because in seven days, I'll just start this juice cleanse. Or it's fine in seven days, I'll just jump on Adderall and I won't eat for two weeks. Or it's fine. And they have these quick fix options. It doesn't create any incentive to have the good habits the week before because you know you can always just, quote, fix it. But you're not fixing it. You're actually totally derailing your success and progress in the future because if you didn't, if you never let yourself ever do another cleanse or a diet, you wouldn't have Three glasses of wine and two or three cookies. Yeah, like if you knew
0: you didn't have these quick fixes, there's no way you would treat your body like that. No,
2: and I always tell my clients. The minute someone eats bad and thinks the day is screwed and they decide, oh, well, I already had a cookie at this event at two o'clock in the afternoon. Let's do pasta tonight and I'll start tomorrow. If I could just have all of those times when someone decided that the day was over and they're going to eat whatever they want, we would never need people to diet.
0: But again, this goes back to Did you to hear dis- that though? Yeah, that is 100%. really, really powerful but, because
1: so many girls will eat something bad and they'll think my day yeah, is but, fucked.
0: But again, it goes back to self-discipline and procrastination, right? Because like you said, if these people, they think they can just keep doing this and, and they're putting something off, right? And so it comes down to being a disciplined person and not procrastinating. Yeah. And I think that is obviously mixed with all these different tools. That is at the core of people's psychology in general, right? Like I can put this off to tomorrow or oh, well, I had this drink, I might as well have five or I ate a cookie, I might as well have 10. Like it's already ruined. So I might as well just do this and then I can fix it tomorrow and they keep kicking the can down the road. So if
1: Jenna's out there listening and Jenna's stuffing her face with a cookie right now, that's fine. Eat the cookie, but like dinner. Yeah. Let's do something different.
2: I mean, I, and, and you have to realize when someone has that cookie, their blood sugar is going to go up, it's going to crash down. They're going to hormonally physically and on a biological level crave more junky food because they're, they, are they they they, they got their fix and they just want to keep getting it. Right. So the thing, one of the things that I, I say is you have to have a midday auto correction tool. You can't just say, I'm going to start tomorrow. I'm going to start tomorrow when things don't go right. That's just not the way it works. It's like people look forward to January 1 so much because they're like, it's the beginning of a year. It's the first of the month. It's the first of the day of the week, like on Monday. Or, you know, it's so funny to me um, because if, like I said, if we could just have those moments back where you thought the day was over, so you need an auto correction tool on your day. Auto correction tools in the middle of the day include a walk, a workout. Having a having a roadie or a Fab Four smoothie. Even if you have that cookie and you're feeling full and three hours later you're like, oh, I should just starve myself, you know, or I should just not eat or something. No, because, you know, at this point, you're biologically going to crave more of that junk. Let's stop it right now. Let's say that this is your restart tool. And if you reframe good and say wow, like so many days in the past, so many years in the past, I would have a bad meal or I'd have a bad snack and I'd just continue that on until the next day. If you can get in the habit of stopping that with something, with a healthy meal or a healthy workout or writing down your goals or just find what are those tools to stop in the middle of the day and say, It's not about having a good day. It's about being good right now. Then you restart your day in the middle of your day and we don't have these issues. Because if I could have all those days back, all those hours that people just said, I'll wait till tomorrow, I'll wait till Monday. I mean, where would you be?
1: That is such unbelievable advice. That's like my favorite advice from you. I think that that's so powerful and I think 99% of people do that. Um, So I'm going to apply that to my own life. I want to talk about three things. Vitamins, coffee, and alcohol. Okay. And I wanna break down each one. Okay. Because I know you gave me a couple vitamins um that you loved for me. Is that something that's blanket for everyone? Is that case by case basis? Um, how do you feel about you know starting a vitamin routine?
2: So I like a base of good vitamins. I think an affordable vitamin, I don't know if I mentioned this last time is ritual. Rituals for women um it came out with they they came out and they put like most of the deficiencies that they're seeing in women in this vitamin and it's really high quality and they have it has omega-3s and b vitamins and anything that it gives you a base of nutrition which is good i think my friend lauren owns that yeah Okay. Wait, Lauren, who just yeah yes, yes, yes. who just had um yes her little baby yes she's so cute and her white golden or her white labs or retrievers so or whatever yeah yeah she's adorable. Okay, so Ritual. So it's actually a really good brand. Okay. Um, now if someone r- really has micro or has deficiencies, I would probably use Metabolic Synergy by Orthomolecular Products. I think that that is what. <laughs> I know. So Such it's a just word. the brand. Okay. So, so say it again. It, if you go on Amazon and just search um uh metabolic synergy. It's a white bottle with with a blue label that says orthomolecular products. That's okay. the name of the brand. I can do that. So I like that. I like Thorn vitamin D three K two for vitamin D. If someone's vitamin D deficient, it's like a steroid in your body, we have a really hard time losing weight. Um I like omega threes. I like the omega cure if people want to make that investment. Um talking about you asked about what's a neurotropic for the brain. Um Omega-3s are a great neurotropic. Um, They're phenomenal anti-inflammatory and just really good for brain health. CoQ10 is another really good one. Um, So if I'm adding on top of that base of, of nutrients, I'm looking for CoQ10 or maybe curcumin, which is the active ingredient in turmeric. Um, both of those are, are great and I can send you links to those as well. And then it really comes down to, does someone have a digestion issue? If they're super constipated all the time and they're not going to the bathroom, I would put them on a magnesium at night. Mag 07 is my favorite. It's like a blue and, and green bottle. I love that. Um, do you like calm? Yeah. Natural calm is amazing too. Okay. Like same idea. You're, ma- you know, getting your magnesium before bed and a lot of me- people. I are. just found out you
0: could drink that in cold water. I never knew that.
2: I mean, we don't, uh, uh, like... I
0: never knew that. You (laughs) use hot water? Yeah, Yeah. I've been using hot water this whole time and it... Oh, I use hot.
2: Yeah, you just mix it with water. It doesn't matter. Oh, whoops. There you go. Okay. But it's (laughs) nice if you like it at night warm. Cool. Um, Sorry, that's the tangent. (laughs) Yeah, no, it's good. And then if someone wants to use adaptogens like rhodiola or ashwagandha, people are getting really stoked on that. They have powder forms of it from like moon juice and sun potion. You'll see it everywhere. Um, My whole thing is I like rhodiola the best. It's not ashwagandha is a nightshade so for people with a nightshade allergy you just avoid that all together and rhodiola is studies on anxiety, stress, and weight loss is the highest. So Ga- Rhodiola. Gaia Herbs has one and you just take it between meals and it's natural Xanax.
1: You told me about that. I have that at my house. Yeah. And do I take that at night? I still haven't opened it. That's the one thing I haven't opened that you told me to take. That's okay. You can okay. take it
2: between meals if you're feeling like you're stressed out all the time or if you want a little sleep support, you take it before bed.
1: Okay. And we'll leave all this in the show notes, guys. Yeah. Coffee. How,
2: when, yeah. when should you drink it? How much can you drink of it? I try to get people down to one cup a day or like one coffee a day in the morning. Um, If you're an afternoon coffee person, which I can get in the habit of really easily. I love coffee. I love the way it tastes. I love caffeine. It's my favorite drug, you know? So if I catch myself, you know, having coffee too often in the afternoon, I'll make the swap. Okay, coffee to green tea, green tea to herbal tea and try to like pull back on that just because even if you don't think it's affecting your sleep, a lot of times it is. And, um, you know, it's just not, not great to have all the time um but it's also increasing blood flow because it can increase your heart rate and so it's, it's not the end of the world there's a lot of antioxidants and coffee and caffeine you know
1: okay jenna she likes wine mm-hmm. what does she do
2: um so i like a couple of wine companies from whole foods Bonaterra fry these are organic biodynamic wines um dry farm wines is the company that delivers wines to your house that Didn't you are- just get us dry farm um and no i got a secco OK, you have to check. It's just like dry farm, though. Perfect. Yeah. So something clean like that. Um, if not, if I can get her to to maybe make the swap to like vodka or tequila. Um, I like that. I like a brand called Angelisco Tequila. I know the owner. He owns a Mexican place in Marina del Rey area called Cinco. But he went to um, down to Mexico. And, you know, it's interesting cause like people are like, Oh, George Clooney, Casamigos. Right. But actually they use a lot of fillers in tequila. So there's like caramel flavoring and, um, and all kinds of stuff. So you want to be really, really careful. And Jalisco doesn't use any fillers, any preservatives or any additives. So Is that
1: something that you can get at any barn. If not, what's something that's, that's mainstream that doesn't have filler in it that you can get at
2: any. Most barn? of the
0: Don Julios are good.
2: Yeah. I, I don't, um, I just know about their brand. Um, I think that that's something that, and then I'm trying to remember. I just got a vodka brand too that is being filtered through black diamonds, and so it pulls conjugars out. Which wow. Conjugars are the things that give you a hangover. One of the things that give you hangover. So, um, but I'll get you. I can't remember the name of it. It's in my email. But I'll get it to yeah, you. Yeah, just text it to me, and we'll put it in there. Yeah. So, but I mean, I mean, there's not. I think I think make the investment and get a little bit more expensive. Hi, you know better filtration process if you can um just like a more expensive brand doesn't always mean that it's a better brand but if it says like triple distilled or the more distilled it is the probably better it is for side effects okay yeah
1: i feel like we've covered everything about jenna do you feel like you have any other questions jenna's about probably jenna? not
0: going to be as fun anymore no
1: jenna's not <laughs> as fun jenna's
2: real boring
0: <laughs> well if this is every time you come on. Well, I guess this is the second time. There's like a, f- a couple guests we have that I have to go back and I have to listen a couple times to pull all the gems out. There's a lot in this one. Thank you for yeah, doing this.
1: thank this you so fun, much, guys. That was such great advice. You're awesome. We'll cool. have you on again.
2: Early dinner, one or two nights a week. It's really working well. That would be like my biggest, you know, my biggest thing for people. If you can jump on board with finishing Sunday night dinner, like my grandma, you're on the right track.
1: Okay, I'm gonna do earlier dinner. I'm going to commit to it. And I I'm like doing it. the bedtime app. Perfect. And I'm not going to beat myself up over a cookie at 12 o'clock.
2: Forget it. Okay. What are you going to do next? It has nothing to do with your last decision. Are you having a, Are you having a salad for dinner? Are you having like some salmon and veggies? Are you, you know, having a soup? Just get on board with starting over right now. It doesn't matter. As my need to dad says,
1: moveon.org. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh my God. I, think I love your dad.
0: Wasn't that a. That looks like a, a political site, but yeah.
1: But he just said that like he says that when he wants me to move on. All okay. right, thanks, I, Kelly. Uh, you're welcome. Wait, guys, just a few things before you take off. One of them includes a giveaway. So first, do you want to get a short email from me? Tipsy Thursday is a quick, efficient email with lots of value that includes five tips lots of fun tips, favorite song of the week, show, book, wellness tip, random tricks, and a lot of easy beauty hacks. It's short, simple, to the point, and a little TSC aperitif for you. To check it out, just go to theskinnyconfidential.com and click Lauren Everett's and then subscribe super easy just drop your email in and you will get the next one secondly like i said giveaway time to win a tsc meal plan and body guide simply tell me your favorite part of this episode on my latest instagram my instagram is at the skinny confidential super easy and lastly as always if you rate and review the podcast please 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 screenshot it Email it to Lauren at the skinnyconfidential.com and we will send you five of my top beauty hacks straight to your inbox. Thank you guys for listening. We will see you next Tuesday and as always, we love you. This episode is brought to you by Zola. As you know, Zola is the way to go when it comes to the wedding registry and the wedding planning process. Trust me, guys, it's a total thing because over 300,000 couples have used Zola. So, basically, Zola Registry is everything you love about your favorite department store. Plus, it includes things like honeymoon funds, fitness classes, charities, wine subscriptions, and so many different creative ideas. They have over 500 brands, tens of experiences, donations to charity, like I said, and even cash funds. For our wedding, I didn't want to even hassle our guest, so Zola took care of all the hassle. It kind of makes the whole situation seamless for everyone. It's just so easy to use for couples and their guests, which you know I love. To sign up with Zola and receive a $50 credit towards your registry, go to Zola.com skinny. That's Zola.com skinny for all your registry needs. That's Zola, zol skinny. I feel like you guys need to stock the situation, especially if you're a bride.